I'm Alan Winston, and this year, 2023, for Passover, I walked with peace activists from Las Vegas to Creech Air Force Base, the center of U.S. drone warfare, and then to the Nevada nuclear test site, where, until the early 1990s, my country detonated over 1,000 atomic bombs, mostly in the Nevada desert, on land previously occupied by the Western Shoshone indigenous people. The craters that were left have been used to train astronauts navigating the lifeless terrain of the moon. I went because I wanted to learn why, for the past 40 years, people of various beliefs and ethnicities gathered in Las Vegas to walk the 60 miles to the entrance of the Nevada nuclear test site, where armed military stopped them at a broad white line in the desert road. Why each year they went to plead for an end to nuclear armament, when the need is so dire and change so impossible. This eight-part podcast series will tell the story of each day of the Nevada Desert Experience's 2023 Sacred Peace Walk. It was the Sunday before Easter. For the previous three nights, I'd been sleeping in an old, somewhat comfortable couch in a small storage room in one of the Nevada Desert Experience houses. Peace walkers from all over had been arriving and slept in tents in the courtyard. I awoke to lively chatter. People were maneuvering around the tiny kitchen, making breakfast. The toaster and coffee pot were busy. At 8.30 a.m., cars headed to the Atomic Museum to start the first walk of the week, about 13 miles, through Paradise. By the way, all the modern Las Vegas casinos and hotels are actually in the city of Paradise. So we walked through Paradise, then old Las Vegas, then a sit-in at the -the over-the-top gaudy Fremont experience, then to the Las Vegas Catholic Worker for a delicious lunch, followed by a brief hello to the Carson County Jail, where several of the walkers would end up later in the week, a brief pass-by of the Las Vegas headquarters of the Nevada Nuclear Security Site, a stop at a small park memorializing the 2017 mass shooting on the Las Vegas Strip, where 62 were killed and well over 400 injured, a visit to the Martin Luther King Jr. statue in North Las Vegas, and then home to the Nevada Desert Experience compound on Bartlett Street. It was a full day. My name's Vera Anderson. We have a clear kind of layout of what each day is going to look like, not just like a straight path on the highway. We'll be making a lot of turns throughout the city. We do have a map that we are going. Yeah, I've got about 20 copies of the map of the route. In the city, we want to kind of stay as close as we can. Like, you can see that there's someone in our group ahead of you. You can see there's someone in our group behind you. Um, just so no one the day began at the Atomic Museum. Western Shoshone Chief Johnny Bob blessed the gathering with drumming and the burning of sage. And peace activist Brian Terrell 
told a Passover story. had Palestine and Israel in its grip, and it was a holiday of national liberation. The people were celebrating Passover of the, the Hebrew people leaving slavery out of the empire of, of the Pharaoh. Because of this holiday, there was often unrest in Jerusalem, people celebrating their national identity under an empire. And so every year at that time, and we know this from other sources, not just the Bible, the Roman governor and the Roman soldiers ordinarily would be in Caesarea, a nice seaside resort, modern cosmopolitan city, would reluctantly go to Jerusalem, this backwater, to make sure that they could keep, uh, keep the people down. So this procession, with Pontius Pilate coming on a war horse, followed by soldiers, came from the west. From the east of Jerusalem came Jesus on a donkey, followed by children waving palms. It was, it was a parody, it was a, a, a sign and contradiction. You have the powerful empire coming in on their war horses and in their armor, and then the un, unarmed people coming from, from the other direction on a donkey. And there's more symbolism that's missed in these churches today. They're gonna to be reading the, the prophet Zechariah said, your king comes humbly on, a, on the foal of, a, of an ass. Not many churches will read the, the following lines. He will cut off this chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem. And the battle bow shall be cut off and he shall command peace for all the nations. <laughs> when we're marching through the desert, uh, they had a pillar of fire. We're gonna follow the porta potty. <laughs> but, but, it's a, but what we're doing here is a banning the war horse, banning the bow. This is a procession for peace. And also we find out that Creech Air Force Base is stepping up their security for external threats while we're there. So I think again that the parallel between what we're doing at, at Passover and Palm Sunday is, is all very, very real. So we're here, we're here with lots of different religious traditions and, and uh, it's all wonderful, but this is where things come together. Yeah. So I have palms if you want them and I have uh, maps of our route. Exiting the Atomic Museum parking lot, the Peace Walkers carried signs and handed out flyers. I walked behind, asking fellow Americans, some out-of-towners, others residents of Las Vegas, probably houseless, what they thought of this anti-nuclear war protest. Can I speak with you? I'm a podcaster from New York City. I just wonder, what, what, what do you think is going on here? They said it was a prayer walk. And what do you think that is? I was just reading it. I didn't know what it was about. First time I, we were just walking on the street, so we didn't know what it was. They, they are anti-nuclear armament. Uh, the U.S. should not arm, and they're, they're against drone warfare. Right, we saw and, some of the signs. So what do you think about that? Uh, <laughs> but it's positive. It's so. positive. But you do yeah. see it as positive. I do yeah, see yeah. it as positive. Where are you from? San Jose, California. Thank you very much. All right, have a good day. You too. Uh, can I talk with you? 
What's going on? Oh, okay. That's, I was going to ask you if you knew what was going on. Yeah, no, I'm about animal conservation. I don't, I don't really Yeah, I don't they're, care they're, about um, the they're celebrating Holy Week. Stuff. It's Palm Sunday today. And so they're Catholics and they are um, they're against nuclear warfare and drone warfare. What do you think about that? About nuclear warfare and drone warfare? Yeah. To be honest with you, it sounds a little bit not coherent. Okay. But we would need the nuclear weapons to fight asteroids or aliens if they should have. Otherwise, we can convert it into electric energy. Like, we need to make sure that other countries do not have them. And okay. so we have plenty of them. And then... Um, okay. That, that, that's certainly an opinion. Where are you from, sir? I'm from Kansas City. Right. What are you doing here in Las Vegas? Uh, You're just here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you very much. You have a good day. These people just passed with all these signs. What do you think they are? The sign? Peace? No, no, these people here. Rallying for what? For peace? Or for what? peace, yeah. yeah. Anti-nuclear. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, for peace, yeah. They're for peace, so you support that? Yeah, I support it for peace. Right, right. Yeah. Where are you from? I am from Philippines. Philippines, okay. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, Welcome, have you. a nice visit. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, do what they have to do they said Jesus okay what do you think about atomic warfare atomic bombs uh, <laughs> the fact that the United States has a lot of atomic missiles I don't know I know one thing we're in Revelation right now and it says in Revelation the wars and rumors of wars yeah. marriage and giving in marriage and it's all happening there's so much violence God's not gonna put up with this it's coming soon I'm going to church now okay well, thank you God I'll be Easter to you okay Site. Yeah. That's about 60 miles out, Okay. and that's where the Hiroshima bomb and all the bombs were tested for years. Okay, I know what so, you're talking about, the test yeah, site. Yeah, the test site. So we do a, like a sacred peace walk once a year to uh, object and also to kind of honor the people that died because of it. Oh, okay, okay, that's respect. I respect that. Where you from? You guys have a great day. You too, sir. What do you think about what you just said? Um, I think that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? If it, anything has to do with peace, it's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh God, I don't want. I don't want to see the one die. You know, we see death every day, and we live in a beautiful country where everybody could be living good. That's so true. We could be. We could. Be. Everybody. Are you from Las Vegas? No, I'm actually from Florida, and I um I'm Haitian and Dominican. So I, I, I look I look at the world a little different than other people. I feel like. Because I, I, I seen how my parents had to struggle and, you know, had to uh, go what they had to go through just to, um, just to come to America. So I feel like this is the best, this is the best place that you could be. You just got to um, you just got to make make of it of what you want. You know, yep. I don't know. I think I think um, foreigner people think different more than um, than American people. I think they think way different. Right. Like, you know, like, I think they're more about peace than more about war, even though. America's about war. Yeah, even though it, even though Americans kind of say that we want war, but I don't think we really want war. I think we want more peace than anything. Really? I think they're the ones that want war because they need power and control. Wow. They, without control, you have nothing really. Right. Thank you for that statement. You're welcome, sir. Right. You have, have a good day. day, man. Right. What do you think that these people are doing here? I think they're trying to ban nuclear weapons, and I think that's fucking awesome because honestly, we all lose in the end. 
If it's nuclear war, we all lose. So you're aware of the of the issue and, and the absolutely. danger? Absolutely, absolutely I am, yeah. yeah. There's no coming back from nuclear war. Absolutely right. none. And I think that our government officials need to make be made aware of that. And I think that they do, but they would rather put the poor out and the minorities and, and people they think less of on the front lines apart from fighting their own battles. I'm not fighting for no oil company. That's for damn sure. Nuclear war is not the answer to this. You sound like an activist. I, a bit. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I you thought about getting. Right person. I thought about getting into politics, but you know, it, everybody's paid off, and I don't want to. I don't want to grease my palms like that. So. Well, be a politician who uh, is honest. I would love to. Right. I would love to. We're from Arizona, so it's a bit difficult right now. But you know, and hopefully in the future, I would really love to do that. Great, great. Uh, Bark Raw Radio Podcast. Awesome. Thank great. you. Thank you. Have a good day. Well, they are. Walking for peace, I okay. see that too. No nukes are allowed or war. Yeah. Yeah. It's a devastation to the world. We already got, you know, this current war and everything. Let's make peace for, you know, the next hundred thousand years that we're on this earth. That'd be sir. nice. Good prayer. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, Where sir. are you from? I'm actually from here. Okay, great. Thank, Thank you. you, sir. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, sir. Okay. Have a good day. You too. When we're out together dancing cheek to cheek. We made a quick stop at the Carson County Jail, followed by the Nevada Nuclear Test Site headquarters in the city, and a brief stop at the Las Vegas Community Healing Garden, which was built shortly after the killing of 62 people and the injuring of over 400 others at the Route 91 Harvest Festival in October 2017. Eventually, we left the casinos behind and headed for the Las Vegas Catholic Worker for a beautiful lunch, though sitting in a brief nap was the best part of lunch for me. Before returning to Bartlett Street and the Nevada Desert Experience compound, we sat for a while at the Martin Luther King Jr. statue at the intersection of MLK Boulevard and Cary Avenue, designed by sculptor Tina Allen. I used the moment to talk to Darcy Ike, a tall man, now a bit bent, marathon runner all his life, archaeologist who spends part of his time in the U.S. and part in Thailand with his partner. Darcy, or Leo as many people called him, has been on peace walks many times in his life. All right, my knees hurt. Yeah, that was a long haul and it was yeah. hard for me. Yeah, okay, it was hard uh, for you. Yeah, and my you're heart a pro. Was telling me I don't like that. You're the pro and I'm a beginner. Yeah, well, I'm a worn down pro, yeah. old pro. Now I get the reward of seeing the doctor. I love this place. Dr. Martin Luther King, statue in Las Vegas. Did you mention the flags are at half-mast for the children that were killed? Not here, but the children that were killed. killed. You know, you you almost have to say which children, because so many have been killed in this country by gunmen. Alabama, where they were. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, nine. At the church. The three children, now at the school. Three children and three uh, adults. I thought it was a church school. No? A church school, yes. Or no. Okay. Right. Yeah. Senseless. Absolutely senseless. And so this is one more victim here, Dr. King. 
killed by idiots in America. You know, I've been to countries where they've never had a leader assassinated. Thailand. Yeah. That's one. Canada's another. You, you drive across that border and it's like breathing a sigh of fresh air. The, the signs go away. You know, mm-hmm. there's no signs polluting the streets. It, there, it's just the stress evaporates when you drive across mm-hmm. that border. Mm-hmm. We have a, a lot of lessons to learn from Canadians. I one time asked a Canadian in a, in a pub what the greatest resource his country had. You know, I expected him to say fishing and mining and something like that. And he said, no, it's our youth, our youth. And it really surprised me. Canada, every kid in the country gets a free ride across the country and back on the National Railroad, Canadian National Railroad. And you can get off the train anywhere you want, any city. They go through the national parks. You can get off, spend time in the national park, get back on the train, ride on. And they get to see their all the kids in that country get to see their whole country, and what a what a thing to do, you know. It's a different mentality where you where you value your children that much instead of psychopaths killing them in schools. And it's more than just the psychopath that's killing them. It's the politicians that won't change the laws to stop it. You know, we don't need automatic war weapons in this country for anything. You don't, you don't live here, do you? I do live here, yeah. Okay, I thought you lived in Thailand. Uh, part-time. I live part-time there and part-time here. But I'll tell you what, when I come back, <clears throat> I go through culture shock. Plain old traditional culture shock. Who the hell are all these rude people? It's rudeness. Yeah. And they're hard around the edges. Thailand, you know, you sit down on a steps on a busy street or take a rest for a minute somebody will come out the door and give you a glass of water and an orange you know, stranger yeah that's just the way they are they're just courteous people and they care about each other there are no homeless in that country yes there are poor people but there are no homeless you never see it homeless in Camlin there you know it's a complete surprise to Thai people when they come here and see this you know, it's a complete surprise. Uh, <laughs> Do you have any idea why that is? Why what, it's a why? surprise to them? No, no, no. Why we are like that? Why oh, the United it's, States is the way it is? Las Vegas is a simple example. If they gave every black person in this city a thousand dollars a year, it wouldn't make a dent in those casinos. It wouldn't make a dent. But yet, it would clean up a lot of the poverty around here yeah. you know they put a new roof on the house when they need it they could put plants in the yard when they want to yeah. they could buy a new car when they need one you know I mean Alaska does it with the oil oh that's my ride oh <laughs> wait you missed me <laughs> yeah you know Alaska does it it gives every citizen in Alaska gets a piece of the revenue from the oil. Yeah, oil extraction is ugly and dirty and so forth. But the fact that they do that mitigates some of the impact to the the people who live there. So, you know, I mean, Las Vegas could do it with 
they could probably give $10,000 to every black person in this city. And still make a whole bunch of money. And stay, yeah, not even make a dent in the profit, you know? Not even make a dent in it. I mean, people come here and just pour money into this city. And this week you're, you're walking. And this week I'm walking. Yep, yeah. yep. And you've done it before. Yeah, eight times. Been in the slammer, too, you know? I know what the, the uh, Las Vegas jail experience is like. It's absolutely horrific. It's sociopathic, psychopathic. Clark County Jail. What I, made it so horrendous? The people they hire. The people they hire. They're just sociopaths. Oh, they beat people right in front of your face. I mean, somebody will get out of line and be screaming and yelling. And they're clearly pissed off. And instead of mitigating and saying, well, what are you pissed off about? Tell me about it. I'm listening. They'll just, be, they'll just jump on them. Five, six, eight people will jump on them and put them in restraining chairs and gag them. And, you know, it's just brutal. And you've seen this. I've seen it. Quite a bit of it. Yeah. I had a kid sitting on a, the bench, and it wasn't the Group W bench with me, waiting to find out what was going to happen to us, you know, in the booking process. They and, separate white and black? No. I thought you said the Group W bench. Oh, the group from Alice's restaurant? Oh, okay, all right, okay. Okay, now you get it, right? right. Yeah, well, you know, it wasn't happy and silly. It was it was unhappy, and, and so this kid's sitting there, and he was maybe, I don't know, 19, 20 years old, you know, and a black kid. And I, so we were talking about what we got arrested for, and, and he told me that he had gone to see his parole officer, here and I said, well, "What was your parole officer for? You know, why were you on parole?" And he said it was a traffic violation, and okay, so I don't know what that was, but uh, he's from California, and he had to go all the way back to Las Vegas to see his parole officer, and it was okay for him to travel to California, but the kid uh, was epileptic, and so he told his parole officer. When the officer asked him uh, if he had any drugs, and he said, "Yes, I, I have, I smoke dope, and it keeps my epilepsy under control," and uh, they arrested him. The parole officer immediately arrested him for violation of his parole because it's in his parole it says he can't use any drugs. And I thought that was the most heartless, stupid thing I've ever heard of. You know. It's a, it's a medicine to this kid. It's not a, you know, a get high. It's a medicine. At this point, it's legal. And, and yeah, now it's legal. And, uh, and uh, but evidently in the parole papers or whatever, it says you can't do drugs. And uh, why didn't he just say, please don't tell me that? Yep. Yep. You no, know, I don't need to hear that. What what'd you say? I didn't hear that. Yep. He could have done something to stop that, all of it, and the kid would be out on the street and, and return to his home in California, California. And, and it would have been so much better for him. Now he's going to go for three months in jail for, for a parole violation, and it just seems heartless and idiotic. It's just absolutely idiotic, and everything's like that. The leader of this group, Vera, got arrested out at... Uh, Creech for walking over the line, which is no big deal. But they beat the crap out of her when she was in jail. They pulled all her hair decorations out of her hair 
and did it brutally. One of the matrons there just did it needless and brutal. It was like, you know, I'm going to strip search you and I'm going to pull all the stuff out of your hair to do it. Why? You know, why? And she did it brutally. You know? To Vera. To Vera. Lovely yeah, Vera. Vera, who sings like an angel. She's got a heart of gold. She's one of the sweetest human beings I've ever known in my life. I love that lady. I love and respect she's her. She's smart and beautiful and it, kind. All, and she's got it all, to the nines. And why do they brutalize her in jail, you know? Well, she's black. The lady was black, too, I think. You know, it's just black on black is not new, though, you know? So, yeah, she's black. You have a too. lot to say. I've had a lot to hurt, too, you know? Yeah. So my thing is trying to make the world a better place by putting my drop in the right bucket, as my dad used to say. And, you know, I do that in a lot of different ways. I've traveled around the world a great deal, and there's been times when I've, the only thing I could do was say, I will never forget you. And, you know, I saw a Palestinian family, young family, the, the husband was dying of lung cancer and he was like 30 years old. And they were living in a tent in the winter when it's freezing cold there, you know, nasty cold, and in the ruins of their house that they had just demolished. The Israelis had demolished. Had demolished, yeah. You know, they give them 90 days to get out or, and then they can demolish it and take it back. It, you see home demolitions all over. The, the West Bank, and you know, you just see it everywhere. This was in Silwan, which is an area in Jerusalem. You know, it broke my heart, and all I could do was say, I'll never forget you. You know, I'm sure he's dead now, and who knows what that fa where that family is, but their home destroyed and they're impoverished. And it's not uncommon there. Okay, we're, we're getting... He can tell you right, to, about well, that. I'm He's gonna, been we, there too. Yeah. We have Brian Terrell tell us we got to move on. Yeah. We're, go, we're going home. Uh, Unfold my legs. 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it give you enough meat. The next day, Monday, I went with Darcy in his old car to the beginning of our week-long walk starting on Highway 157, which would take us to the Sekhmet Temple, to the Creech Air Force Base, to Yucca Mountain, and eventually to the entrance to the Nevada Nuclear Test Site. Darcy followed the porto potty, which would accompany us throughout the walk. As he shifted through the gears of his old car, we talked. I learned later that Darcy never made it onto the walk that day, heart problems, and had to go to the hospital. Later in the week, he returned to the walk and on the road had a full-blown heart attack and was out for the rest of the week. But more on that in episode six of this series.